0: My name is Matt Weston. Tonight, I'm joined by my good friend Taylor. How are you doing tonight, Taylor?
1: Doing alright, man. How are you doing tonight?
0: I'm doing great, especially because we're doing this show on a balcony or a terrace. I guess it's called a terrace in France. I'm sitting cross-legged. I got a cup of coffee. Uh, I'm twiddling my toes. Bouncing my feet up and down. You know like how you sit cross, like kind of bounce your ankle like that? I have no
1: idea what you're saying right now about the twiddling your toes. I don't even know that's a thing. How do you twiddle your toes? I'm trying like this. You know, you kind of like do this. Wait, that's that's not twiddling. That's like circling your foot or bouncing your foot up and down. It's like you're I, listening to a song.
0: I'm circling my foot then. I, don't, I feel like I'm in France. We got the We got the balcony open. We got the window open.
1: I feel like you're just hitting on me.
0: No, I can't be doing that. I can't be doing that. <laughs> Well, actually, I should. It's practice, you know. It's practice.
1: Yeah, practice makes perfect, I guess. Yeah,
0: something the Atlanta Falcons run defense should be doing. Oh, (laughs) right? I've had uh, seven cups of coffee, and I'm on fire. I'm like a Bruce Springsteen song. I'm like Asbury Park right now.
1: Can't wait. Oh, by the way, I was going to tell you. The newest Mission Impossible is the real freaking deal. Oh, I've,
0: I've seen zero Mission Impossible yeah. movies. Okay,
1: I will recommend this one. You don't even have to see the other one. Who cares? It's a three-hour movie, and it doesn't feel like three hours. Really? That is what's impressive about it. But yeah, highly recommend. Tom Cruise obviously has a running scene, and it's a great running scene.
0: Is it PG-13? Yeah. Do you think, like, is there, like, any nudity in it?
1: No. Why would there be nudity in it if really? it's PG-13? The only thing I will say... What's great is Henry Cavell's mustache. I mean, Ooh. the reason why Superman couldn't shave that mustache is because it's flawless. Really? Oh, yes.
0: I wish I had a real mustache. Yeah, Maybe I'll watch it Thanksgiving watching my 12-year-old brothers. Yeah, that, that's good. That's good, uh, so, yeah. They'll love it. I <laughs> think so. I think so. Uh, so this week we're going to talk about week 11, of course. Last week with our picks, I went 1-3 by picking Jacksonville, Dallas, Atlanta, and Detroit. And Taylor finally won. He uh, was 2-2. Two two. He picked Jacksonville, Dallas, Atlanta, and Chicago. And I believe I'm three games up now. You didn't now. even write it down. This I didn't.
1: <laughs> you didn't even write it down. You're not even coming prepared. You My, didn't come prepared at the table. So now we're just going to say that I'm better than you.
0: I haven't ran downstairs, but <laughs> Right now you're better than me. You right. have a lead right now so I go downstairs and double check the record. Sounds good. And then I'll be better <laughs> once again. So I thought of this really interesting segment. Nobody's ever thought of this before. Oh. This is earth shattering. It's news breaking. This is so original. I don't want to say it. I just want to take it to my grave because it, it's just too special. What for our ten thousand listeners to hear? Oh, yeah. But uh, did you? What did you learn last week in the NFL? What did I learn? What did you learn last week?
1: I learned that I'm better at picking games than you. That's what Once, I pretty
0: much one learned. Time. Well,
1: I, I, I'm actually I shouldn't say that
0: because you are better than me, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. So um, the only thing I truly learned is that the Cowboys are back. That's what – that <laughs> is what happened. That is what I'm leaning on and that's what I'm going to treasure. So what did you learn?
0: When you – every time you say that, someone <laughs> like cut your tongue off. Drive down to the animal shelter and clean cats with it. I don't That's even what know what that
1: means. That That's what I want to do. That I'm just so tired. Sounds weird.
0: Every week, it's the Cowboys are back. They're, I guess they're not back. I still, I still think they got a chance. <laughs> and it's been like this for we've been doing the show for seven years now. Yeah. And every week it's the same thing.
1: Yeah. Well, they they're back. So I mean, what else? What else is there to say if it's true? I mean, you would have a point if it was wrong. But come on. It's it's time to say. Guess what? I'm a believer.
0: Yeah, I understand. But like, whenever you go on the no, carousel, no, I need
1: you to say I'm a believer. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll talk about it. we'll talk oh, about. It in a okay.
0: Because of course, as we were talking about the Cowboys, I think I learned three things last week.
1: Oh, great! Right?
0: Because I studied, I did my homework. <laughs>
1: for I for once know, didn't even remember the scores of the head to head between us. But you, you did won, your homework. You won.
0: You're better than me. And that's the thing I miss most about being an adult is doing homework. Like I wish I was doing homework right now. Instead of this podcast. I come home at three thirty. I don't want to go to the gym. I don't want to watch the sopranos. I don't want to eat macadamia nuts. I wanna be doing homework and I really I'm jealous of all the youths out
1: there. Oh my
0: god. But,
1: you, okay, you just went on just a long spiel. What did you learn?
0: Alright, so I learned that the lions really suck. Yeah. They're terrible, they're a travesty. Yeah. They only they're, they're so bad on defense that the Bears didn't even run the ball against them. I agree. Like they only had, I think, 39 rushing yards in that game, and the Lions have one of the worst run defenses in football. But their safeties and linebackers are so bad that Trubisky just you know threw the ball 30 times for you know, 290 yards, whatever it
1: was. That's what I was going to talk about a little bit later. We'll get into it. Yeah. But, I mean, it was pretty much the Trubisky show-off show, which Trubisky should never be able to show off, just to throw that out there. But he—, he he did it, Damn. and he looked good doing it. But it was bad, and you feel so bad for Detroit because I still don't know where they're going from here.
0: Yeah, and well, my thing that Trubisky has always been—he was super young when he was drafted, when he did. He hadn't played quarterback that long, and like he got really good really fast in North Carolina. And so I kind of felt like he was gonna be rough and kind of crappy when he first came to Chicago, and then get better over time. But I think a lot of his play is obviously, you know, a lot because he plays in such an easy offense. Matt Nagy's one of those guys, you know, like Reed, like McVay, he's able to create such an easy offense with easy throws. And Trubisky's, you know, a really good athlete, and he's able until, like, the actual football playing, being good, quarterback, then catches up, I think he'll still be okay because of how easy the offense
1: is. Well, we'll get into that. Yeah. What else did you learn?
0: Uh, so I think Flacco's going to get cut after this year. Wait, no, no, no! no. But this
1: is—we're talking about these games later. I'm on, I'm on
0: fire. (laughs) I got so many things to say. All right, so this is. Let me keep talking. I think Flacco's been captured this year. For the last four years or so, Flacco's had the worst quarterback contracts in all of football. After this year, we need another terrible quarterback contract to make fun of. Matthew Stafford's due thirty million dollars next year.
1: He's due, I think,
0: thirty-two million dollars the year after. They could cut him. I think they would pay $17 million in dead money but still save $15 million in their cap oh, because God. that's how that's how much he's going to get paid. And they won't cut him. They're just going to pay him $32 million. So what I'm saying is that next year, Matthew Stafford's going to take the crown from Joe Flacco and have the worst quarterback contract in football that we all, we can all make fun of because we need that sort of consistency, you know?
1: I guess that's true. I mean, in a way, but that's kind of the same thing when it comes to Detroit. So. They, they're going to pay him because they're not going anywhere else this year as well as at this point they're just going to be drafting guys. They're just going to be hoping for the, the high draft picks so they can get the next guy for them. And if they have two years to wait with Matthew Stafford, they're gonna pay him, they're gonna do it. And then just they'll just draft the other pieces before the next quarterback.
0: I uh, yeah, I don't mean, think they're even gonna draft a quarterback. I think they're just gonna yeah. pay him thirty million dollars to be okay. Yeah,
1: exactly right. And they're
0: just gonna win like seven games and unless be they okay get okay with it. Yeah, unless the schedule gets super easy and then they win nine games to lose the first Well, I would the hope they wouldn't
1: even try to win the seven games. I would hope they oh, tell yeah. them, Hey, you don't want to well, what are they going to get out of that thing?
0: They're just going to keep winning seven games.
1: Yeah, I know, but what pick are they going to get? It that's not going to get them anything. They're going to get like a 14th pick each year.
0: Matt Patricia is a competitive man. Oh, my god, He's a you uber – he's a rocket scientist. <laughs> he's uber competitive. Also, I think the Tennessee Titans can be really good. Yeah, I don't think they're really good right now. But last week against the Patriots, that's the first time their offense looked like how you imagined it whenever Matt LaFleur is the offensive coordinator. Yeah. My favorite thing they did was they ran this red zone, red zone running play. Where they were like in an offset eye pistol formation before the staff, before the snap, uh Mariota <laughs> Mariota uh, goes out motion at wide receiver, and then like the Patriots defense is you super confused, that never really happens. And then Henry takes the ball, runs power for an easy six-yard touchdown. There's a lot more play action. Mariota's throwing the ball downfield a lot more. Corey Davis is unguardable against uh Stephen Gilmore. Johnny Smith has become like the seventh best pass catching tight end in football. Which is really weird to see. Uh, Deion Lewis is breaking ten tackles, and also their pass defense—they were blitzing Tom Brady and were able to, and that never happens. Yeah. And like you never see a team be able to blitz Brady with success. And they also create a ton of open rushers with all their blitzes too. And you know Malcolm Butler got beat one on one, you know a few times, but overall, like they had that Dean Pease Baltimore defense going, and it really worked well. So I think the Titans can be really good. I don't know if they're going to be. But after seeing what I saw last week, after the coaching changes they made, like the possibilities there, because all year long they've been pretty okay or they've been not good at anything.
1: I just think it's funny for me this year, what I've seen. I don't know, maybe you've seen something different because you've watched this division for so long, but it's like the Jags and the Titans have switched places. It's like the Jags that were last year are the Titans this year, and the Titans that were last year are the Jags this year, because – the Jags, even with Fournette coming back, you would expect them to do something. They still lost.
0: Because they had a, they lost a fumble. Yeah, the and the
1: game. how are Titans winning this year? They're winning because of that defense. And with Mariota, it's like, hey man, don't turn the ball over. Just give the ball to Deion Lewis because Derrick Henry, man, I feel bad. And yeah, I'm- He lost his job. Yeah, I mean he's gonna be gone.
0: Well, Henry's not. All Henry can do is uh, cut the ball outside, and also Mariota can feel his hand again, which I think is gonna make him sad. And Surprisingly, him that's
1: made him better. Who would have thought?
0: I think he's gonna miss all the strangers though. <laughs> Wait, in his room, I don't. I don't know what that is. <laughs>
1: what are you? What are you saying right now? as a stranger?
0: Uh, I don't know. Like ask your fourteen-year-old.
1: him from experience. Yeah, if you don't
0: know, ask your fourteen-year-old. Oh,
1: I don't know. Wait, what?
0: I, just remember, I don't have a 14-year-old. I'm talking to the listener. I'm not talking to you. I don't care about you. I'm here for myself and for the listener. Thank God. Uh, but, yeah, I can see what you're saying. I think especially because last year the Jags, it was like right around like week 9, week 10, where their offense changed and like it actually took advantage yeah. of their strengths. And now it seems like with the Titans, around week 9, week 10, their defense is – I don't think their defense would be nearly as good as Jacksonville's was last year, but I think their offense can be better. But it seems like they know how to move the ball in offense again. Exactly. I think Mary like throwing the ball, like making perfect throws in the seam and triple coverage in Dallas and making throws like that are, you know, good examples and more kind of setting the pace forward. And so if they beat the Colts this weekend, there's definitely a chance for them to, one, make the playoffs and two,
1: potentially win Which the AFC South. Which I HG think salad. they are.
0: Yeah. And we'll talk about the, the Bengals, Ravens
1: in a second. Oh, my team. God. I can't wait.
0: Um, the last <laughs> thing I learned, and they really supplanted. That's plan four in, things.
1: That's three. Last what? thing.
0: Well, the Detroit thing is 1A, 1B. 1A, 1B, 2, 3, last thing. Last thing is, I love the Arizona Cardinals. My My only problem with the Arizona Cardinals is their jerseys. They're ugly. They're terrible. It's like that 2000s grotesque where they try to be futuristic when it looks bad. You're talking about a team that lost last week. But they played hard. They cared. That's what
1: we're going off of. Let me, so they get a participation <laughs> trophy. Yeah, against the Chiefs. And that's what you're excited for. They
0: held the Chiefs to 26 points. That's a that's a big participation trophy. They still lost by 12. It's, I mean, they still played pretty well, though. Okay, so
1: uh, yeah. Pay for effort.
0: Also, I'm like if the Cardinals change their team name to like the Canyons or the Wranglers. Or the cacti, or the inferno, well, or the it. the firebirds. You want
1: them to be called the Arizona Canyons? Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> that's what you yeah. want, the Arizona Canyons. Yeah, that's what I want. Okay,
0: <laughs> I want something like that. And if they did that, I would. I would stop being a Texans fan. I have moved to yeah. Southern Arizona tomorrow, and we're cut off shorts, listening to Jim Blossoms every day.
1: Man, I bet Texans fans love hearing you say that.
0: But it's not going to happen, so I'm still stuck being a Texans fan. But the reason why I really like him is I think Rosen's my favorite rookie quarterback because he's played behind a terrible offensive line. He had a terrible offensive coordinator to start the year. And like he's super composed in the pocket regardless of it. And he throws a pretty good deep ball, too. I love David Johnson. What are we
1: doing talking about Arizona right I'm now? I'm on the side. I'm the side. Oh my God.
0: And they have a top-ten defense also. Like, their defense is a lot of fun. They've done a really good job bridging their old players to their new young players. Their new young players really stepped up. And Demetri done a good job this year. Boot Baker has been really good. Um, I saw Reddick has stepped up too this year. And so it's kind of a similar thing with Seattle where they went from this really good old defense to this really good new defense with younger guys. And the Carls have done the same thing. And I really, I really enjoy watching them.
1: You make me sick.
0: And I like, kind of like watching the bad teams. Okay.
1: All right. All I'm, right. Glad. I'm glad you got that out of the way. <laughs> Thank God.
0: And so that's what we learned this week. Uh, it's a that was a very unique original segment. I you you know where's the compliment? It was very was Yeah, you liked it. You liked that. Yeah, a good I loved segment, it. Right. I
1: loved it. Arizona loves it.
0: Yeah, they did. <laughs> and when you watch football this weekend, you got to think about what you learned. What you what? learned. I'm get We're getting, We're doing homework now.
1: I don't want to talk to you.
0: All right. Now Houston briefly, because they're playing the Washington Redskins. We had a Twitter question from Upper Texan. Everybody knows him, loves him. He's going to have a good article tomorrow on DJ Swearinger. And he asked, uh, in honor of Washington Week, to rank our favorite potato dishes because the Redskin kind of looks like a potato, like how it's all kind of crinkled, you know, and all that. <laughs> so that's what he calls them instead of actually using the, the oh word not. Redskin. So, oh, no. the <laughs> Washington, in honor of the Washington football team, we're ranking our favorite potato dishes. Do you like potatoes?
1: I do, actually. And if we're going to... Okay. Because obviously Worst Fest just happened in New Braunfels, yeah. Texas. And they have... What is it? It's called where a I Twister not... where it's like the wiener schnitzel. And then it has like the potato twist around it. And you can pick your seasoning for is it, it good? That is just... Oh, it is so good. And the lemon seasoning. It's like lemon pepper. It is so good. I would say that... And if we're going to talk about another potato dish, hash browns, man. you got to always go with hash browns.
0: I like the big red potatoes or hash browns, though.
1: Okay. You know, why do you see? This is why we're not friends. It's because you say things like this. And just to compare, so you're saying that you would rather have in a Whataburger taquito hash brown, red potatoes and the egg and the cheese versus the hash brown and the egg and the cheese.
0: I would – and also, I've been I having Whataburger since, I think, I'm Amy leaving. and
1: Tristan's wedding. I'm leaving. I'm leaving right Man, now. Yeah, I ate so much like, that night, I'm, too. I'm Oof. leaving. I don't want to talk to you. Uh, the really. <laughs> what do you even. You shouldn't even live in Texas.
0: I get. Yeah, uh, <laughs> how does
1: that make you feel now? Look, I
0: gain weight really fast.
1: Oh, so I got to keep
0: this girlish figure, right? <laughs> so, my, my thing. So, potatoes, I don't eat a whole lot of them anymore. But when I eat potatoes, I would say. Man, I don't know. One, probably French fries. Two, big pieces of red potato. Three, sweet potato. And then four, mashed potatoes. When I was in the desert, I made this dish. It was called Couture Potatoes. So we baked potato, put mashed potatoes inside of that, and then topped it with French fries. So it was traced potatoes. It was three, not four. Trace potatoes. Yeah. I ate two of them. I'd never been so full in my entire life. So you take yeah, you take you make a baked potato stuffed with mashed potatoes on top of the French fries. It's yeah, pretty good.
1: I don't yeah, I just I don't want to trust you after your last comment. I'm not gonna lie.
0: It's pretty good. You yeah, should I'm try disappointed it. in you. I'll cook it for you next time. Oh, year. okay. I can't
1: wait. They, I won't eat it, but you can eat it. Oh, okay. That's healthy. Yeah.
0: I'm trying to stay healthy. It's good. the big big eating season's coming up. Oh my god. Uh, and so also for this week, the Texans redsons game, I'll briefly talk about it. And the hard thing about this game to talk about is aside from like interesting individual matchups like Josh Norman against DeAndre Hopkins, uh, Zach Cunningham and Zach Cunningham and Arjun McKinney against the Redskins run defense, you Watt against the backup left tackle. They're like the game I kind of know what's going to happen. The Redskins are going to try to run the ball a lot. They're not going to run the football. The Texans are going to score like twenty points and they're going to win like twenty thirteen. And it's going to be like every other Texans game before it. I don't think it's really going to change a whole lot at all.
1: I have no complaints, man. I need y'all to beat the Washington Redskins this week because that would make even next week for Thanksgiving with Dallas even bigger because that's why you invited me on the show. It's so we could talk about the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, I love the Cowboys. Like, this hmm. is now what we are talking about because the Washington and Dallas game next week, that is the cream oh, of the and Dallas, like. on Thanksgiving. Can you believe that? Is it is
0: Thanksgiving it, night or Thanksgiving after... Oh, oh, the night game is Saints-Falcons. Yeah, I was
1: like, I think it's during the day. Yeah. Typically, always during it's the day. It's the 2
0: o'clock game, and then the morning game is probably like Detroit. Vikings-Lions. Yeah,
1: exactly right. Well, we'll talk. We'll, we'll, talk. Yeah. we'll get in the Vikings. I game, forget. We're, we're going to
0: talk about all these games. Yeah, I know, but
1: you just keep going on random segments right now. Good God. You going
0: to make some more segments instead?
1: Yeah, let's just do that. All right. All uh,
0: right.
1: Let's talk about Crazy Rich Asians again. That's no, what we should I, do. I need to watch it first. I need to watch it first.
0: I've watched. Uh, I don't think i watched, you the, don't Sopranos. Watch it, I watched the Sopranos. I watch The Sopranos. Yeah,
1: that's the only thing that you watch. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I've learned some good slurs you know, from watching it. You get it. a
1: life, and The Life is called Netflix. I have Netflix. Yeah, but you don't watch it. I watch The Sopranos. Yeah. Sopranos.
0: Get now I have HBO stuff. On
1: Demand. Oh, oh, oh. I, only, Fancy. I only got
0: like five more weeks though with it. Good so God. I got to finish this show in five weeks, I think. Talk about money bags over there. <sighs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> do you hear my Friday night real fast? Yeah, go ahead. So come, on come home from work with one eye open, tired. I go to HEB. I get like a half pound of macadamia nuts, like two tenths of a pound of pine nuts, a little piece of cheese, a kombucha, and a bang energy drink let the dog out, go on the couch.
1: How eat. hard does the bang hit? Oh, it hits. It hits. It hits. I've always wondered because there's so many advertisements for it these days. It and I've been wondering how. Oh, okay, yeah. all right.
0: Yeah, so then I, I lay on the couch. I eat all these nuts. I eat this cheese. <laughs> I drink this kombucha. And I eat it in like 10 minutes. I eat it super fast. And I watch The Sopranos. And I fall asleep for like... In 25 minutes, I fall asleep for like 30 minutes. Wake up. Watch the rest of the episode. Drink the bang. Blast off, and then I go to the gym and I work out legs. Go on the stair climber, and if I have no time, I sit in the sauna. And then it's like nine thirty, and I feel like a new person again. And it's my favorite part of my week too now.
1: That's insane. It's Man, so that good. That sounds sounds like an evening. Oh, yeah. I, I would not be able to last except. If the bang hits, oh, it's, now I'm gonna have to try some bang. Oh, it slaps! <laughs> it slaps, <laughs> bro! It slaps.
0: It's great because it's like it's pre-workout and it's like three cups of coffee and it tastes pretty good. Zero calories, no sugar.
1: Sounds healthy and unbelievable at the same time.
0: I'm pretty sure it scarred my heart. <laughs>
1: I'm pretty sure there's a bruise on it. Yeah,
0: I'm with all the heart issues in my family. I should not be drinking. <laughs> oh my god! But I only have it once a week, though. You
1: know. Oh, that's good. Only one. That's okay. Yeah. It's
0: all right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so tonight we're going to talk about Kansas City, Los Angeles. The Rams are one point favorites. A game that was moved from Mexico to California. Because the NFL is racist. <laughs> the Cowboys are playing the Falcons. The Falcons are three and a half, three and a half point favorites at home. Then we'll discuss Minnesota-Chicago, Sunday night football. The Bears are three point favorites. And then we'll, last game, the big finale, the one you're all waiting for. What do you call, uh, I can't think of it now. Wait. The big kahuna. The, the big, big kahuna. <laughs> yeah, Bengals-Ravens, the big kahuna uh, no line. That's the last game we'll talk about tonight.
1: That's what you wanted, by the way.
0: Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Of course. So I'm so excited for Chiefs-Rams. I think we got three three great games this year. Rams-Saints, Chiefs-Patriots, and then Chiefs-Rams. So this is like the third like really spectacular game we've gotten. And these offenses are, are – you ready? Kansas City – 353 points scored second. The Rams, 335 points scored third. The Chiefs are averaging 35.3 points a game. The Rams are averaging 33.5. DVOA, the Chiefs 40.8% first. Rams, 32.3% second. Passing offense DVOA, Chiefs 77.7% first. The Rams, 49.4% fourth. Rush offense DVOA, the the Chiefs 49.4% Man, that can't be right. they're third. (laughs) They're third. The Rams are first. Yards gained. The Chiefs, 4,231 third. The Rams, 4,482nd. Passing touchdowns. The Chiefs, 31 first. The Rams, 22 third. Net yards and attempts. The Chiefs, 8.4 second. The Rams, 8.6 first. First downs. The Chiefs, 152 first. The Rams 113. I forgot to look up where they rank, but 113. <laughs> that's awesome. Less than the Chiefs. So these the the Chiefs right now have one of the greatest offenses of all time. Do you think the Rams can score can score enough points to catch up to them?
1: Oh wait, you already asked for my pick here. Come on, no, that's okay. I, don't, I don't want to spoil. her. here's here's my thing right <laughs> Just now. Just ignore that question. This is your wet dream here. And I don't get it. Oh, I'm crusty. Like you, like you love this. For me, this is this is so so. I'm not. I'm just not convinced by either one. Really, I think both young teams are wonderful to watch. Don't get me wrong. I think the offenses are just incredible, and this is the NFL's dream to have every team to be this way. I just, in my opinion, these aren't the teams that win in the end. They're just, maybe not. They're not. So it's just it's a show. I, I get it. The show is wonderful. It's so lovely to watch, especially when the teams are winning. But it, it doesn't win in the end. So that's where I'm at. I'm the party pooper. Hello.
0: I mean, it's still gonna be awesome though. This game is gonna be awesome. See, like you're
1: just obsessed. The it's gonna be like.
0: Else. It's gonna be like 45-38, hopefully.
1: And you know what I think it's gonna mean in the end? Absolutely nothing. Do I think these teams are gonna meet each other in the Super Bowl? No, absolutely. I not. I would have
0: won them to be in the Super Bowl if the Rams are still in St. Louis. Because, like, St. Louis and Kansas City hate each other, and we should have, have like, a Midwestern Super Bowl. <laughs> you would have loved it. I mean, I hate I hate the St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't like all these high-scoring games, but I didn't like it when everybody was doing it. When, like, the Bengals are playing the Ravens and it's 34-28, that can't happen at all. That shouldn't be happening. But now that the everything else has kind of fallen to earth and the defenses are okay again, I like whenever we but have some teams, great offenses but, like this.
1: But the defenses are just whatever with these teams. The Rams' defense was supposed to be that great. By the way, you know who I think is a little overrated? is the Rams. And, and come on. Look at how close these games are. They beat the Vikings by seven. They beat the Seahawks by two the first time. They beat the Broncos by three. Beat the Packers by two with that fumble by Montgomery. Damn. And now he was cut. And then they lose by the Saints the next week by 10. Then win against the Seahawks last week by 5. This team is pulling out the wins. Yeah, the offense is great, but they're not dominating teams like the Chiefs are. I'm just not convinced on the Rams like most people here. And when it comes to the playoffs, it's kind of like last year. What happened when they had this dynamic offense? Um, From my knowledge, didn't they lose the first game they uh, played? Oh, whoa, whoa. Well,
0: this offense is a lot better than it was last year. But I do think that's a great point you're making because even though the Chiefs don't have a great defense, they have an all-time great offense. The Rams have... A great offense, but it's not all time great, and their defense hasn't been as good as as it was yeah. expected to be. I thought it should be better. Right? Yeah i I thought I picked the Rams to miss the playoffs,
1: <laughs> oh, and I picked geez. the Cardinals to win the NFC West. <laughs> and
0: like, I didn't think the deep. Oh, it's only because
1: you drafted David Johnson.
0: Well, I was all in. Yeah, on. but well, my thing with the Rams, I thought they I didn't like their defense all that much, and I thought they made too many changes, and it wasn't going to work. You know, this year. And instead, their their defense has been that good because Peters has been getting destroyed on double moves. They don't have Tlaib. They have no exterior rush. And so the Rams' defense is good when they're playing against bad interior blocking teams, when Sue and uh, Aaron Donald can do whatever they want. When they play against those teams, they're fine, but they don't have any edge rushing at all. And the thing about the Chiefs' defense that's interesting is they have, like, four really good players. D4 is one of the best edge rushers in football. Chris Jones is one of the best interior rushers in football. Uh Houston isn't even back yet. And he'll he should be back this week too and able to play. Uh has been, you know, a good cornerback. Their safety plays fine. It'd be incredible if Eric Berry came back to play. But even then, their defense isn't as poor as the Rams because they, again, they have an all time great offense. And so like overall, you know, I'm leaning, you know, a certain way, of course. Uh, but just like watching both these offenses and seeing a high scoring game and then watching like Texans, Redskins, the day before, they are just two dramatically different you know games going on here, and just two offenses that are a lot smarter and a lot better than you know let's say like the middle offenses in football.
1: So my question to you, really, when it comes to this game, are you more excited because this is really kind of, in your opinion, the battle of the MVPs? I mean, you have Mahomes versus Gurley. It's going uh, so well, if there's I mean up to that's, me, that's I it, yeah. But exactly my point is so is that what you're kind of looking forward to because? Gurley has a big game. Mahomes has a big game. What? Are, what? What would the crowd choose if Gurley were to have a hundred and fifty yards? Let's say two TDs. How many? How many receiving yards? We'll We'll say he has seventy five. I'll I'll make it reasonable. He has a hundred two
0: hundred twenty five total yards. Yeah,
1: I'm going to say that he has that. Which, by the way, Gurley, it's possible when it comes to this Chiefs defense because, by the way, um, they're the Aaron worst. Barry and football. Mitch Morse are out. They yeah, did not Barry, practice. and Barry
0: hasn't played all season. Yeah, year, really. so
1: he's still not practicing. They're both going to be out, so the, the the offense should be wide open. Gurley, seventy five yards when it comes to receptions. We'll call it two, one hundred and fifty yards when it comes to rushing. Two TDs. Mahomes.
0: Rams win. No. 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 We'll have the Rams Mahomes, win after
1: all that. Four hundred and fifty yards. <laughs> oh four TDs. No interceptions. Chiefs win by three points. What's more impressive?
0: I just don't say Gurley because it's the running See, back I position. Knew
1: you and
0: but the thing is, it's not between Mahomes and Gurley. Nobody's going to vote for Gurley because football's stupid. But it's going to be between Mahomes and Breeze. That's the MVP race.
1: Yeah, which is and going it's, to Breeze. You know it's going to Breeze. Yeah, and it's like
0: that dynasty historical thing. Like, Breeze has been spectacular. I'm not saying he hasn't, but he hasn't been as good as Mahomes has been,
1: <coughs> it's been this year. But hasn't Breeze ever an MVP <coughs> as well? And isn't that kind of like... He, yeah, I don't, think he never, he he, I don't think he's ever won. a regular season MVP... Which is kind of nuts. So now that he's breaking these records, is it going to be the NFL going? Mahomes, you had this wonderful rookie season. It's but not we his gotta rookie season. We've got to give it to the old man. Yeah, he's Ben Simmons. It's his rookie season. He played Let's a game. He
0: played a game last year. So,
1: you know what? It doesn't <laughs> matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's Ben Simmons.
0: Yeah, well, that's what's going to happen. And I guess it makes sense to Breeze, too because. Whenever he was statistically dominant, they went seven, nine, six and ten every year. Yeah. And then during the two thousand tens it was Rogers, it was uh and Brady every single year, you know? So yeah, that makes sense. And so I think this is gonna be some sort of dynastic uh, NFL MVP. All right, so I'm gonna play a quick game with you. Are you oh, ready? Oh
1: god.
0: Answer the question so I'm gonna give you two names, say whichever one you think is better. Are you okay. ready? Jared Goff with Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. Tariq Killer, Brandon Cooks. Hill. Todd Gurley or Cream Hunt? Gurley. Sean McVay or Andy Reid? McVay. Oh, two, two and two. <laughs> wait, what do you mean
1: two and two? Is that what you chose?
0: Uh, no, you picked two Rams players and two Chiefs players. Yeah, of
1: course. That's what. I, wait, what do you have out of that?
0: I am the Holmes, Hill, Gurley, Reid. So wait, 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 you
1: have Reid over McVay? Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. Why?
0: I just think he's done it longer. So if and, McVay wins
1: the Super Bowl, though, are you going to say that still? Oh, no,
0: I won't say that still.
1: Yeah, but
0: I McVay, mean, hey, this is his second year, isn't it? Yeah,
1: it's his second year. <laughs> How long has it been for Reed? Like 27 years. So what
0: are we talking about? I just, Well, I think you know one things with him is he turned Alex Smith into like a top seven quarterback. Now in the homes, this is like Great. this, this what offense. What
1: McVay do with Jared Goff after what Fisher did yeah, with him? Yeah, I understand him? that. I well, understand. apparently you're not giving him enough credit.
0: I was going to say I just like the idea of Andy Reid spending his whole career – working and learning and trying all these different things <laughs> to get to this magnum opus this year. I love moment.
1: the hardworking man.
0: I just like the idea of somebody putting all this time into one moment, one thing that happens, and here it is. And who knows what happens Dude, for me. I think Mavey's going yeah. be great forever. You know, whatever. It doesn't
1: even make any sense what you're saying now. <laughs> I don't know, man. I drink too much coffee.
0: All right, so rank the following teams. The Saints, the Chiefs, and the Rams.
1: That's easy. Saints, Chiefs, Rams.
0: Okay. And would you put Chicago, the Chargers, the Patriots, or anybody else in the same upper echelon?
1: Yeah, easy. I would put the Chargers, the Pats. I don't want to put Chicago Would you? Up there. Would you so I'd you put, would
0: lump those five teams together right now. So you would lump the Saints, Rams, Chiefs, Chargers, and Patriots all together. Yes,
1: that's easy for me to say. And, man, that's a, that's a close one. Because even, even Steelers have been turning it around for me as well. As far as their offense goes, even their defense has been showing up. I mean, hell, I think the NFL is, com- is a little wide open. I think the Chiefs are still young. I think it's fun. I think it's great. But even the remaining schedule, I mean, they have the Rams, Raiders, Ravens, Chargers, Seahawks, Raiders. The only other serious game they truly have left, in my opinion, is the Chargers after this.
0: And the Seahawks.
1: The Seahawks play tough. I mean, they will, but They're gonna Seahawks are Seahawks are going to pull it out. They're going
0: 13 games, at least.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, But the Seahawks are going to truly test them.
0: I think so. It depends if the Seahawks are still are still like playoff just, potential. For
1: me, it doesn't seem like the Chiefs haven't tested. Maybe it's because their team is that good. But I just feel like they haven't played the dominant defense. And that's where I'm kind of at with it. And by dominant defense, I truly mean like a Chicago style. Things like
0: that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know a dominant
1: defense is at all this year. But I would even say... Houston. I would even put Houston if, when it comes if to, have, if you you to the dominant because you guys would at least shut down Kareem Hunt.
0: Yeah, and then the homes would throw up for seven touchdowns.
1: But it would be fun to watch Watson versus that. Which, by the way, that would also bring me my other point. If Houston wanted to play Kansas City in the playoffs...
0: Oh, they lose by three touchdowns.
1: Wow. Yeah, it wouldn't be close. You are the greatest fan I've ever heard. It's not
0: being a fan, it's being... No, like, it's cool, dude. You have I'm not the saying, biggest
1: hope I've ever heard. It's I'm, fine.
0: I'm not saying it's I want thing. the Texans to lose the Chiefs. I'm saying... The Chiefs would be by three touchdowns because they can spread the ball out and throw it and attack their bad cornerbacks to get the ball out quickly while planning to be mitigated by their pass rush. And I think every AFC team, the Texans could play in the playoffs, aside from the Ravens who have to run the ball and the Bengals who they always beat, all everybody else, the Steelers, Chargers, Patriots, and Chiefs, I can't see them beat any of those teams just because they don't have the cornerback play, too.
1: So then. Yeah.
0: Unless, unless Deshaun Watson just, like, is able to start throwing the ball downfield and run again. And who knows if that's
1: going to happen or not. So then to kind of reverse the question, of do you believe anybody else is in the category of those teams?
0: No, I think it's those three, and I think right below that are those teams. I wouldn't put Chicago there yet because huh? they haven't been by, like, we're going to say now. Yeah. I think we'd put Pittsburgh there, too. Uh, and then everything else is just kind of, like, below that. And then you have, you know, the Bears, the Vikings, and then you have probably the Texans. And then you maybe the tight ends, and it's just kind of like that big middle class at that point.
1: So I don't know. All, all I know is I think you're the best fan any Texan can ask for. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I'm a bad fan, but I want, you know, I want them to win. I am a bad, I'm a bad fan you're of the a bad fact fan. that like, you're a bad I'm, fan. I'm reasonable. I see something, and this is what I think going to happen, I say it. If it's mine, I spend it. So what's your pick for this game? And again, the line is Rams are one-point favorites at home.
1: I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think it's going to be the game everybody wants. Chiefs forty-two, Rams thirty-eight. Take that.
0: I mean, I'm picking Kansas City. Uh, I didn't put it down point total, but I'm picking Kansas City oh with the points. Oh Yeah, I, I mean, I agree with this you. Is I think
1: ridiculous. I think it's no, going to be. You're like, going to give me. Are you ready to score? You're giving me a score.
0: All right, Chiefs forty-five, Rams thirty-one.
1: Whoa! Yeah, actually, that's kind of surprising. Okay. I think it's an
0: even more high okay. scoring than wow. forty-two thirty-eight.
1: Yeah, but you're saying high scoring, but you're kind of saying a uh, Chiefs butt whooping here.
0: I said forty-five
1: forty-one. Oh, they said thirty-one. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I could, guess my my hearing's off. Here. I can
0: see. I can even see that as well too. So we're gonna take a quick break, and they'll we'll be right back to talk about Cowboys, Falcons, <laughs> and Bears, Vikings. And we're back. So now we're gonna talk about Dallas, Atlanta. The Falcons are three-and-a-half-point favorites. Last week, the Cowboys saved their season by beating (laughs) the Philadelphia Eagles on the road, and they've saved their season like four times, five times. They're pretty much like somebody who has a terrible heart, and this is like their fourth quadruple bypass surgery. And they keep having a heart attack. They keep getting it fixed. And now here they are again. They're still alive. So, Taylor, tell me about why the Cowboys are back.
1: All right. So can we first start with, I can't be too overconfident because once I'm confident, we lose every single time. <laughs> so we're not we're not gonna do this. I'm not gonna over exaggerate. It was just a big gigantic win, but it's like what I told you kind of last week. Philly, like I just don't believe because they don't have the magic this year. Yeah, I I just because like, I, I didn't think they played all that yeah. bad last week. They just lost it, exactly, and that's kind of been their their memo this this year is just. They're losing in close games, but they're still losing. Yeah. And last year, they weren't doing that. But Dallas showed up. Listen, I'm not going to say they look like the greatest team on planet Earth, because they didn't. However, Dak worried me. I mean, he was... That first quarter, he was staring down receivers for eight seconds, where... He would just look at one guy only and just say, oh, I'm going to give you the ball. And the Philadelphia Eagles, they almost had a pick six on us. And I, till this, till this hour, I still don't know how we got away with that pass. I will tell you this though, you know, it's actually making me go crazy, making me so happy that it, I just can't sit in my seat. The Eagles clock jerseys. No, not that. I love those things. Amari Cooper. I can't believe I'm going to say that he has been worth the first-round pick, but my God, the man can play football. That third down when it was third and eight, he just threw a little outlet pass. He wasn't supposed to get it, and he manned it, through into that first down. I We didn't have that before. We did not have that, and it's great to see. It's wonderful that he is actually a guy where the defense has to pay attention to opening the game up for the other receivers, such as Cole Beasley, Alan Hearns. Hello, yeah. where have you been this whole time? That was weird. That Gallow- was a beautiful double move, too. Yeah, and Galloway, he now, the two screen passes on third downs that saved the drive. The fake punt they had. It was, oh, by the way, the other, yeah, the fake punt with Jason Garrett. Him making that call, Coaches, coaches' jobs were on the line. That's what I'm saying, because... That was the first time we've seen it, and you have to make those type of calls in today's NFL. Why is the Rams and the Chiefs so impressive to fans? Because they are making these calls where it's just fearless, we're going to run these offensive plays on fourth down, here we come. Like the Eagles did last year, too. Exactly. The only thing I thought was really silly was Doug Peterson's fourth down call. It was fourth and a yard and a half, and you try to run the ball against the Cowboys defense? Listen, I don't brag about anything when it comes to Dallas but you ran the ball when it was a yard and a half against Jalen Smith and Demarcus Lawrence, what what was going to happen?
0: Especially with how good like Wentz is as a runner, too.
1: Yeah, and it was like taking time to hand the ball off and everything. It wasn't even a QB sneak. That was just bad play calling. Mm-hmm. And instead of getting the points, they came up with nothing. But I'm not complaining because <laughs> guess what? We're back in it, baby!
0: <laughs> no, I, I will say this. That like I've enjoyed watching Dallas play just because their defense is a lot of fun, and it's also it's super young with Smith being healthy again finally. I don't think Van Der Esch is as good as Chris Collinswood makes him out whoa, to be. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold think on, he's slow. hold on.
1: No, I can't say this anymore. I think he's slow. Because here's the thing, and maybe you can agree to this. Maybe you say he's slow. But Sean Lee, he lost his job. He's gone.
0: Yeah. Well, even Lee's good to have as like a third linebacker too, you know. But he's not going to stay. Yeah, he's not going to stay. We're not going to pay him. I mean, he's
1: going to probably get paid a dollar, I would hope, from us if he stays. He'll probably go play for like the Bucks next year. I I think if anything, he should turn into just our linebacker coach. I think he's a wonderful guy. I think he could really be a good teacher. It's just the man can't stay healthy because – I think it's the same hamstring, too. Yeah. And it's just, it's bad. He, yeah,
0: he should just stay as a linebacker coach. He yeah. looks
1: like it already. Yeah, exactly right. And I, I, will,
0: I will say this about Van Der Esch, though. I think he's a smart player, and now he's gotten smarter. Like, that interception he had was just, like, reading Wentz's eyes and seeing the crossing route, and then just, like, we playing two guys We usually don't have a lines. linebacker
1: that can catch the football, though. Yeah. And he actually caught the football. Granted, it was a ball thrown right to him, but he actually caught it.
0: Yeah. And my, my favorite play they made that game was that Randy Gregory pass rush where he ripped around the left tackle, and then, like, he was behind Wentz and just kind of, like, pulled him in a cape like Dracula and pulled down <laughs> one arm. I was like, oh, my gosh. i watched that four times. I was like, man, Demarcus Lawrence is awesome. I was like, wait wait a second. It's Randy Gregory. It's Gregory. I was like, wow. And, like, he – I mean, what a flash. And so if you take him and then you have him edge rush throughout the year with Lawrence, you know, that's a – you know he flashes. He hasn't had consistent production at all. But who knows? You know what happens if he consistently plays. But yeah, like I just I enjoy watching their defense. They're super young. And the other thing I enjoy too about them on defense were all the pass breakups where somebody comes flying out of nowhere. Uh, that guy from Connecticut had a great pass breakup. All the Wally or whatever his was awesome. Byron Jones I think is legitimate now. I don't think he's like a, some sort of flute You know, pro football focus. We love them sort of guy. You're talking about Awuzie, by the way? Yeah, Wuzier. Yeah, okay. that was an awesome play. Ola Wally's the fullback yeah. of the I was about Cowboys. to say Ola Wally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> watching the condensed games is hard sometimes. I get it. But I, get it. I, I, I did enjoy watch I've enjoyed watching their defense all year. And the offensively too. Like their offense looked like how you thought it would. Ezekiel Elliott getting the ball in space more often. Uh they actually throw the ball downfield now that they have Cooper. And, you know, Prescott's a pretty good, like, sideline thrower. He can get it close. He missed one outbound that he had a guy wide open on. but he's still
1: missing throws. Yeah, but I'm like, not going to say he's you great. Have to have just...
0: a, you have to just at least have the threat of throwing the ball downfield. You can't be suffocating a 15-yard box. And so now with Cooper, you actually have to work for it. Uh, Hearns, you know, his 2014 seasons like such a weird asterisk now, but, you know, he had a big game. And also the amount of play action, the amount of bootlegs, the amount of rollouts, uh, it was all, like, It looked like how it should, you know? And so that was cool to see. And also, uh, you know, this is a Texan side. This podcast is run on. Xavier Suofio playing left guard played better than uh, Connor has played all year. Well, maybe not all year. Yeah, I played better than Connor. And what made me sick is that Xavier Suofio at UCLA could not use his hands at all. And watching me, like, if he learns how to use his hands, he has the body, has the strength, he'll be fine. Never learned how to use his hands with Houston. Couldn't block the second level. I'm watching this game against Philly. I just watched him the entire time. Using his hands, blocking Fletcher Cox. He's <laughs> the second level. I threw up all over my chest and just rubbed it in. I was just so disgusted by yeah, it. Yeah, but
1: that's just because we have the new offensive line coach now. So I, It's just like every offensive lineman. try to remember his last save. Starts with an H. I said it last week. You no, know my old, old notes. notes. God.
0: <laughs> but every offensive lineman that's left Houston's gotten better. Chris Clark's a competent left tackle in Carolina. Bram Brooks became one of the best guards in football in Philadelphia. Ben Jones went from mediocre to you know, really actually pretty good in Tennessee. And it's just, it sucks. It really does suck that uh, nobody, that Houston can't develop any offensive linemen and everybody who leaves plays better. Uh, so Atlanta, real fast. Atlanta, oh, yeah, we
1: could jump to them.
0: The Falcons gave up 211 rushing yards to Cleveland and they lost the Browns. Did you see the sideline shot? Matt Ryan just holding his fist, just screaming. It's like 17 degrees, his eyes are red from the cold, and he's just screaming as loud as he can on the sideline.
1: It's kind of what I was going to ask you, though, because you were big on Matt Ryan saying MVP. Yeah. Now, if they made the now playoffs. what do you think? Has that changed?
0: He was great last week still. You know, he didn't score enough points, but like, it wasn't his fault. You can't give up 211 rushing yards,
1: you know? But that's the whole thing. I mean, when, when it comes to Atlanta, it's just Cleveland. They kind of needed to win this game in oh, order had- to stay afloat. And now if they were to lose to Dallas – it's kind of my biggest worry going into this game, even as a fan. Atlanta has to win this. Yeah. Like, this is desperation because last week against Cleveland was not supposed to happen. Going into Dallas this week, if they were to lose, they're out of it. Yeah. I mean, I would feel like they were out of it. And with Dallas, I'm not going to say it's a must win because the division, in my opinion, is still wide open and beating Philly. And if we were to then beat Washington in Thanksgiving it then changes the whole playing field, even with the loss. It's just, I don't think Dallas could afford too many of these. So this is also kind of a big game, and also Dak coming into the place where he was sacked. I, what was like it? 10 uh, times? 150 times? That That's what it felt like watching. Yeah. No, no, no. He had six sacks, it's and six. he got his bonus for the year. <laughs> six to eight. Whatever he had, he broke whatever contract he was supposed to get, and it gave him a bigger bonus. Yeah. I hate Atlanta. I hate our coaching staff. I hate the whatever. Falcons
0: jerseys. That's why I hate them. Oh,
1: good. Let's talk. We're talking about colors again?
0: Yeah, and they wear their, like, 1990s Falcons jerseys and room for the Falcons. But... Uh, Well, yeah, I think that's what's a good point about this game is that it is important. And for the Falcons on their end, for them to make a playoff run, you can't lose to the Browns. Like, you need every win you can get, and losing to the Browns is inexcusable. And the weird thing about the Falcons' defense, too, is it's what everybody says the defense needs to be in 2018. You need to be fast. You need to be versatile. You need to be multi I know injuries, but still, like, this is what happens when you have a defense that's fast and small and versatile, is that you can get destroyed in the run game. And so when you go too far one way, it affects you back the other way. And that was what we saw last week. So the playoff odds currently for these two teams, these are total playoff odds from Football Outsiders. The Cowboys have a 17.1% chance to make the playoffs. The Falcons are 11.5%. The difference between the two, of course, that the NFC East is very bad. And
1: the, AFC, the NFC South is really good. Whoa, the NFC East is just competitive. Okay, that's <laughs> all
0: Y'all are just beating each other up. Yeah, like that's all East. it is, man.
1: I'm sorry that we're all too good. Do not see what the New York Giants did. Oh, that was real.
0: I can't believe people watched that game.
1: By the way, it was a good game. I, I it, it was. It was a I'll solid watch it eventually. Game. I haven't watched it yet. Dude, that, Nick Mullins, real
0: deal. Yeah, I like OBJ. Seven more. Seven more, whatever he said afterwards, which is cool. Which is very cool. Uh, so who's your pick for this game?
1: What, what do you mean, who's my pick? Of course my pick is going to be Dallas. Hold on, I wrote my and score again, The somewhere. Falcons
0: are three and a half point favorites at home.
1: Yeah, actually, and if we're going off the points, I'm going to say Cowboys 34, Atlanta 31. So take that.
0: Yeah, I'm going to take Dallas with the points. Just because it's three, it's three and a half, and, and a half. the Falcons can't stop the run at all, and also just like the Cowboys' defense, you know, by the metrics they're mediocre, but I think they're like a, a top ten defense, and especially what we saw last week too, just their pass rush and how much better they're playing in coverage too. I think they'll be able to do you know enough. And I like Elliott against this team too. I think Elliott can have a huge game. Also,
1: I feel like you're trying to jinx my team, so I don't really like it. By the way, I didn't really talk about the 19 attempts, 151, two, one TD, 7.9 average last week. My God, that's freak show numbers. Against right a really good defensive yeah. line too. Good lord.
0: Yeah, I I would not gamble on this game. I would gamble on the Chiefs. I would not gamble on this game though. Both these teams are too like mismatch and kind of weird. I agree. No feel at all. So the next game we're talking about is Vikings going to Chicago Sunday night football because Jaguar Steelers was flexed to the afternoon. The Vikings are five three and one. The Bears are six and three. And again, the Bears are three point favorites. So Taylor, after beating the Lions last week, are the Chicago Bears a good football team now?
1: No, I just I'm not a believer. Listen, I think I think it's fun. I think that it's great to see what that Bears defense is doing. But am I convinced? Absolutely not. I mean, it's – Trubisky, I'm not convinced. He had 355 yards, three TDs last week. And the rushing game didn't even have to exist. I just – I don't know what it is. I just feel like they're too young. I just – they, I don't just, know.
0: they just haven't beat anybody. yet. Yeah, I mean, that's we talked kinda, about it last week too. It's like, yeah, they beat the Bills by thirty-five points.
1: Yeah, and they're dominating the teams that they should be. But is it truly impressive? I I don't know. But I'll, I'll put it this way, though, I'm more convinced in Chicago than I am in Minnesota.
0: Yeah, I mean, Minnesota their their defense has played a lot better the last five weeks compared to the first four weeks, and also they can kind of run the ball now. And you know, going back to Chicago too. Like, until they beat somebody, I don't know. You know, they're kind of like university – they're like that college football team that seven, no, hasn't played anybody yet. And they play Alabama and they lose by a ton.
1: By the way, I don't mean to jump by any means, but do you think Bears stand a chance against Vikings?
0: I mean, I, I, I think so. The reason
1: why I'm asking is because I'm not big on the Vikings. Yeah. I'm not big on them at all in the recent beans because Kirk Cousins is the same. He, I don't have a problem with Kirk Cousins by any means. I think he is a very adequate quarterback.
0: I think he's a he's a twenty million dollar quarterback, not a twenty eight million dollar quarterback. He is
1: so inconsistent, though, and you're not going to be able to trust him. You, I just, I, I, don't get it because you you win games and then you lose to the Bills. You you put that, up numbers, a you throw tur- picks.
0: That was a ton of turnovers, and also Josh Allen was the truth in that game. Like him outright, Anthony
1: Barr was the funniest thing ever. You're giving Kirk cousins excuse.
0: I'm not giving cousins an excuse. I'm just saying, like, games like that happen in the NFL season. We just have these really strange games that happen out of nowhere.
1: Dalvin Cook's not listening on the injury report coming in this week. They're saying he's going to fully play. You think that's going to make any difference?
0: Well, I don't know what he did last week. I think they had the bye last week. But yeah, late, yeah. They before, so the week before, he had nine rushes for 91 yards. I'm like, hey, Dalvin Cook, you <laughs> watched the game. One of those runs was for 79 yards, and nobody blocked anybody. And the rest of the time he was held for two yards, three yards, and that sort of thing. But their run offense, I think, is 30th in DVOA right now. They went from being you know, the worst offense by yards per attempt to actually like doing something on the ground now, especially Latavius Murray uh, getting more carries and stuff. So I think their run game can be okay. And I think that's the biggest thing is that Kirk Cousins is going from the quarterback with the most attempts, which you can't have. Like, Kirk Cousins can be like – you want him throwing the ball like 30 times a game, not 50 times a game. Which I guess you can say that for just about any offense, and but like having the run game around is going to help Minnesota a lot. And I do think Dalvin Cook is super interesting whenever you think about the season overall, because one of these two teams is going to win this division, and one of these two teams could is going to is going to host a playoff game. And you know they're both like talented teams too. I don't think that's a, that's really a question at all. But you have the Vikings who have played weird, and then you have the, the Bears who haven't played anybody. Uh, continue with the Vikings though. So. Since the Rams game, when they got destroyed on Thursday Night Football, and also, who cares what happens on Thursday Night Football? It's always strange. It doesn't mean anything. Uh, weird games happen on it. But so the first who four cares? Po- I care. <laughs> you can watch it and enjoy it, but it doesn't really mean anything. It's cute. It's fun, but it's not important. Did you call me cute? No, I didn't call you cute. I uh, call it Thursday okay. Night Football <laughs> cute. Let's make it but sure. We all know you're cuter all than Thursday right. Night Football. Yeah, thanks, man. So the Vikings, for the first four weeks, they were giving up twenty-seven and a half points a game. Since the Rams game, they've given up 18.8 points per game, and they're seventh in defensive DVOA. They're fourth against the run, 10th against the pass. And so their defense is more like how you would have expected it to be, uh, you know, over the year started. So, I mean, I think with the culmination of one, if they can keep running the ball pretty good, if their defense stays being a top 10 defense, and then now with, you know, Cousins being better. The thing is, Cousins even, is even as good as Keenum was last year. You're just not paying for Keenum to be bad this year. Oh my God! Are you?
1: Oh my God! Keenum was you're the most. You're complimenting Keenum right he now. He was the most is efficient quarterback in football last we year. We are going back to your love relationship <laughs> with Case Keenum. I can't do this. He was now. the most I efficient quarterback in football last year. You know what? What I'm saying
0: is that Cousins wasn't as good, but you weren't paying. You skipped on paying for the regression. So you're that telling me the Case Broncos Keenum is better than Kirk her Cousins? No, he's not better, but I'm saying he played better than Cousins. He played better last year than Cousins is playing this year.
1: So, Kay's Keenum is better than Kirk Cousins, what you're saying.
0: No, I'm not saying no, that. No, no, no,
1: I'm no. I want to. No, these no, are no two. very clear. These are two be separate very statements. very clear what you're saying right now. Look,
0: I can say that Tuesday is my favorite day of the week, but today is Thursday. I don't even they're know two, what are trying they're two to say two separate I'm and saying that Kay's Keenum was better last year in Minnesota than Cousins is with Minnesota this year. But by paying for Cousins, they weren't paying for the regression that the Broncos are paying for this year. And that Cousins is a better quarterback than Keenum. That's what I'm saying. So, but anyways, I do think this Minnesota team at five three and one. I do think Minnesota is good, and I think they played better the last four weeks on defense especially. And if they continue to run the ball and make sure that Cousins doesn't have to throw the ball 45 times a game, uh, they could you know win this division. But again, I don't. I think after this week, which does make this is also a very stupid way to think. I think after this week we know a lot more about both these teams. Oh but then the next week but then the next week happens and then the Bears get, you know, blown out or whatever, they beat a bad team by a lot of points and then you can kinda change week to week. So I don't know. I just think it's kinda of weird game. I don't know enough about these two teams. Even though I've watched them a lot, they're just these are two strangest teams I think in football right now.
1: You threw a cliche out to me. I don't know how to take that cliche. Well, hey, class. cliches are used. Like, are cliches, I cliches I think because to know true. Who these two teams are after <laughs> this week? That is such cliche. <laughs> who do you think you are right now? Well, I feel uh, last- like you're a stranger to me with these things.
0: I listened to Max Kellerman today.
1: Oh my god! What are you stopping? He
0: poisoned my brain like a poisonous mushroom.
1: What? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Now we're talking about mushrooms. listen right, to, I've, watch,
0: I've watched Vanilla Sky today, Taylor. Vanilla <laughs> Sky.
1: That's what you watched.
0: That's a good joke.
1: That's that's a good joke. Uh, your DVR has Vanilla Sky on it. I don't know if it's a joke or whether or not you actually like that movie.
0: I watched it when I was like ten. It freaked me out.
1: Oh, okay. So yeah. you watched it recently just to make sure that it was. No, an I may adult have, movie. I may have
0: actually recorded it. I don't know.
1: Uh, you can't remember. I saw it on your DVR. It says Vanilla Sky. So I think I remember it. Maybe I know it.
0: I'm watching on Friday. after eat all those
1: nuts. Actually, I'm going to curious because I'm just going to jump ahead right now because I want your answer here. Who do you have in this game?
0: I have Minnesota because of the did. points. Dude, and I
1: have Chicago because this is the game. This is why I wanted to bring it up. This is the game that you expect Minnesota to win, that you expect her cousins to win. He is going to come up small. This is what he does. These are the games that he has to prove himself. These are the games where you can show you are the quarterback. You are not inconsistent. Prove yourself. And you know what he's going to do. He's going to come up short. (laughs) That's what he does. And this young Chicago team is going to win. People are going to think they're the real deal. But in fact... Minnesota and Kirk Cousins are frauds, mm. and I believe Minnesota was good last year, not because of Case Keenum, but because of that defense. Well, yeah, that's and why that that's defense the main, is not as good this year. And they have two really year.
0: good receivers. You can throw the ball high up, to and they go up and but catch it. But that
1: defense is not as good this year. Yeah, it's not. That's like where I'm at. It's like how
0: this. the Jags' defense is too this year. Well, like it kind of regresses it, naturally. Exactly.
1: However, you didn't get that much better at quarterback, and you paid no, they did so it. Much
0: They more. did it. They, they paid. To not pay for the regression. But yeah, you not believe that regression. he's going to
1: be able to pull this game out? I just like Do you the believe points. that Minnesota's going to win the division? It's more, this is more Do like... You know what? No, I don't think,
0: I, I don't know. No. Man. I
1: don't know. Yes! My, <laughs> These are the hard questions. <laughs>
0: My thinking to this game is just like thinking probabilistically. Where I don't know if Chicago's good or not. I have the Vikings are pretty good. And they have three points. And so I see the Bears beat a team that's good. I can't really go all in on Chicago at all. And I think has like, Minnesota beat that you're so impressed by? I mean, they played the Saints tough. They beat. They, they tied see, the now are saying that you played
1: the game, <laughs> but they played tough.
0: somebody, you know. Oh my god! Uh, the other thing I'll say about Chicago too, real fast, is that like I know DVOA is adjusted. I know all you know, football side stats are adjusted. I know they have adjusted stats, but you can't really adjust for how bad the Bills' defense is, <laughs> and so like even though these stats are adjusted for opponents which is good, you know, I don't think it can go far enough for the teams that the Bears have beat this year. And so, like, if you look at any metrics out there at all, points scored, points allowed, point differential, DVOA, uh, whatever, pro football focus, you know, culminating stats that don't mean anything, whatever you want to look at, it doesn't really matter. The Bears are, like, you know, the fifth best team in football, the third best team in football. And I just don't think you can adjust the stats enough to really – capture accurately how easy their schedule's been in the games that they've won. Other than the idea that great teams beat bad teams by a lot of points, the, Bear, the Bears have done that so far this year.
1: Trubisky or Kirk Cousins, who do you believe more in?
0: I mean, I, <laughs> I guess Cousins. Whoa! I don't know. Like if I'm talking about like overall, like who's better, I would say Cousins. But if I'm – I don't know.
1: So you – no, no, no. At I really this don't... point – okay. Well, let's throw all this out. Let's say round one of the playoffs – who would you trust more? Go. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't.
0: I wish you would ask me these questions about things I knew more about.
1: What? What are you, you talking like, about? It's
0: like this a, is picking. This it's is like, a, picking a it's like I. It's like I. It's like I like pour blood in the water and say, "You, I don't know a lot." These are the two most confusing sense. teams, You're and made here it comes like, like you pour
1: blood in the water and you say, "What type is that, Taylor?" And
0: yeah, then you here comes the hard hitting questions. I don't know. I don't know. I guess I would say Cousins because God. he's been good. But the one play I'll, I'll always think about with Cousins until he wins a playoff game is Week 17, Redskins-Giants. The Giants have a playoff game locked up. They play their starters. Cousins throws in triple coverage, no look, interception. They lose. They don't make the playoffs. And that's all I think about with Cousins when it comes to big games until you know he actually wins something. What
1: all. big game has he won where you have just watched? There's been, been zero. Like- that's the point. Yeah, I understand. That's the, the point boy. that he is at in his career, and you know what? Even if the Vikings make the playoffs, which I doubt they will. That's right. That's right. I doubt they will. I just he's gonna blow it in the first round. Yeah. I'm, so what are we? What are we talking about? It's the same Kirk Cousins. The the defense isn't there like it should be, and that's what Kirk Cousins needs.
0: I mean, they the tenth best defense in football.
1: Oh, 10? And they, and I'm sorry. Been, how many teams are in the playoffs? And 16, 12. <laughs> 12? <laughs> 12, huh? So 12 teams are in the playoffs. So they would have what ranked defense? They probably have
0: like, like the third, probably like the fourth best defense in the playoffs. Okay, that doesn't make any sense. So now, But not every good whoa, defensive team oh, whoa, makes the playoffs. Okay.
1: What defensive team is not, is so good right now that it's not going to make the playoffs?
0: Well, I'm saying like their defense No, no, is no, no, no. no. That's
1: not what you just said. Let's go... We're going to stretch this argument
0: out now. <laughs> I'm saying their defense is better than the Chiefs, the Rams, the Saints. Uh, well, I don't who
1: else. Whoa, 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 wait. I wouldn't say the Saints.
0: Yeah, it's better than the Saints. The Saints have a great run defense, but they have a terrible pass defense.
1: Okay, you Better than
0: the Patriots' defense.
1: Oh,
0: God. All right. I, mean, I don't want to All
1: do this. Anymore. You know what? The last two things
0: <laughs> I want to say about this game, though. Last week, Trubisky. I always like to bring up his stat lines, 23 for 30, 355 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions, one sack. Uh, and then the Vikings pass blocking, they their 29th in pressure rate, they allow pressure on 33.2% of their dropbacks. Khalil Max back like the Dallas Cowboys are. He had two sacks and two quarterback hits last week. So that's a, that's a really big matchup, I would say. So you're picking the Bears. Do you have a score for this game?
1: Yeah, surprisingly, unlike you, I do. I have Bears 35, and I have Vikings 28. <laughs> okay. I have a high scoring game, but I have Mitch Trubisky just tearing him up. Because you know why? Once again, this is the game Kirk Cousins is supposed to win, but he will come up small.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm going to say Vikings 2023. 20, They're going to lose 2023.
1: 20, whoa, 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 wait. No, that's not what you just said. Two minutes ago, you said you were picking the Vikings. (laughs) But the points. That's what I know. But the points. I'm so tired of doing this with you. I'm so done with this. I'm picking the
0: Vikings with the points. What's the the
1: points? Three.
0: So I'm picking them to lose
1: by three. Okay, well that's fine because Chicago's going to win by seven. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, and
0: but then Alex, I would no, I'd still win. No, no, win. no, I would win. Don't you stare me. You would today. win. You yeah, would win. you would win.
1: You would win. Okay. Yeah, we got that. That's what action. I want. Yeah, just like last week.
0: Yeah, you would win like last, and you're winning right now for the season as well too. And let's not forget I don't that. I think so. I
1: think we're tied. If anything.
0: Well, it's basically it's that joke. And you you joke don't even know.
1: You don't even know the record because you don't even have them.
0: <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a quick break, and we're back. So the last game we're gonna talk about is the big Kahuna. My favorite game this weekend, which is Bengals-Ravens, and currently the Bengals are 5-4, and four, the Ravens are 4-5, and five, and there isn't a line because Joe Flacco's hip hurts and Lamar Jackson's sick, and so we could be seeing Robert Griffin III playing at home against the Bengals, which I think would be like super cool. But uh, I think no matter who the quarterback is for Baltimore, I do kind of feel uh, a certain way for this game. So I I do think this game is for a playoff spot potentially. Or I, I'm gonna say it is. I'm gonna say who I'm gonna say if the Bengals win this game, they're up 2-0 on, the, on the Ravens, have a tiebreaker. They're six and four, and I think that kind of closes the door a little bit on the Titans to be able to make a run for the second wild card spot. And then if the Ravens win this game, it opens the door for the Titans for that second wild card spot. So yeah, I think this is a this is a big game you know playoff implication wise. And also, I like watching you know, Ravens Bengals. I think it's usually a pretty fun game, too.
1: Okay, is that really all you got? After I got a lot you, more. Okay, right? okay, you have a lot more. Yeah. After you wanted this game, by the way, I just want to let you know with your whole little spiel right there <laughs> the Bengals are trash. The Bengals are god awful. Did you not watch last week's game against the Saints? That game was okay. unbelievable. Okay, hold on. It doesn't even matter because you just said that the Saints defense was not that good, correct? Yeah, it's, it's not as good as the Vikings, at least, is what he yeah, yeah. said. Yeah, they have a okay. great
0: run defense. In yeah, that yeah, constantly. wonderful.
1: You think it's this good? Dalton, 12 of 20 attempts, 153 yards, one TD, and two interceptions. They went down 35-3. Okay, they <laughs> lost 51-14. Yeah, yeah. Even in garbage time, you would think that Dom could get something when he's down 21 points.
0: Yeah, but your heart's not in it. You're just fine. Oh, his heart's it. not in it. Yeah. Guess
1: what? He is trash. He's
0: fine. This team
1: is trash. You know you know why? Because this is what I have for you. You know what their wins? Guess who they're against.
0: Uh, Baltimore.
1: Yeah, that's one.
0: They almost beat the Steelers, lost the game winning touchdown. Oh,
1: okay, wonderful. I didn't say who they lost. They haven't we'll played get the, to that they haven't well. played the Browns yet.
0: They played okay, the Browns want, twice on in this? the year. Uh who else they beat?
1: And by the way, I'm also gonna throw you under the bus in about five seconds, too. Okay. Alright. So <laughs> their wins are against the Colts, Ravens, Falcons, Dolphins, Bucks. Are we pretty convinced good. by any of those teams? Whoa, wait, wait did you do something pretty good? <laughs>
0: the Falcons game was a pretty good win. Okay. Uh, the first game the first game you mentioned was a pretty good win. Colts? Pretty good. That's what that was yeah, good. That's pretty good. Okay.
1: The Okay, all right. <laughs> Their losses, by the way, are against the Panthers, Steelers, chiefs and saints great teams okay all teams that are making the playoffs yeah all teams that are playoff bound teams so this team is not good no i'm I'm glad it's best of the bad i'm glad that's what we're talked about and what we're convinced by and just to let you know here's my throwing you under the bus before you go on your rant you can't watch this game
0: why do you say that
1: uh I'm sorry. weren't you the guy that said that you can't watch Hugh Jackson? What <laughs> <laughs> is it oh, as <laughs> a head coach? As a head coach, I think he's, oh, a, good oh, offensive, oh, I think he's a good offensive coordinator. Hold on, hold on, Matt. Matt, I have something for you here. I gotta, I gotta look this up. I, I have it here. <laughs> Do you know what he's called for the team?
0: The assistant to the offense. That's what I was gonna say. To the head he coach?
1: His name. No, no, no. His name. His exact title. And by the way, this is from CincinnatiBengals.com. Special assistant to the head coach. <laughs> he is Dwight Schrute from The Office. That is what he is. He is assistant to the regional manager. That is what we are talking about. And you were the guy that said that you could not watch you, Jackson, As a head be the coach. coach. As a head what coach. What does that say to you, Matt? A special assistant. That? A special assistant. He's not the manager, though. He's not the manager yeah, of the office. Things. That's what you're saying. But I
0: think this is gonna help the Bengals. The gang's back together. The gang. This remind. I, I watched a movie. I think where like I think this is a movie. There's like two like 33 year old guys drinking. Logan <laughs> no gets a little drunk. He's so, like, I'm calling up Jimmy. He's bringing his bass. We're getting the gang. We're getting the band back together. And like he just falls asleep on the couch. And I think that's how this is gonna go. But I do think both these teams are, are similar in this fact. So, the Bengals they started off four and one. They fall into five and four. During that time, they lost to, as you mentioned, they lost to the Steelers, the Chiefs, and the Saints to go to five and four. And they beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But during this four game run, by? no, during this four game run though, let me talk about their defense. They gave up twenty eight points to the Steelers, four hundred eighty one yards. The Chiefs forty five points, five hundred fifty one yards. To the Bucs, 34 points, 576 yards. To the Saints, 51 points, 509 yards. Their defense DVOA is 26 now. They're, they are allowing 6.4 yards a play, 7.2 net yards attempt, 5 yards an attempt. Their sack rate is 5.4%, which is a 6th worth in football. And so I think whenever you have a team that is really bad at two things, you can't play defense. They have bad safeties. They have bad linebackers. Their defensive line good. Their cornerbacks are good, but those two big holes, they've been you know decimated completely, and they haven't been able to catch up at all. Um, and so I don't think their defense is going to get better. I think their their big reason for their downturn, though, has been the schedule. And I think you can say the same thing about the Ravens, too. So the Ravens, real fast, they went from 4-2 and to 4-5. and They lost to the Saints 23-24. They lost to the Panthers 21-36, and they lost to the Steelers 16-23. So I don't think the Ravens are as bad as they are at 4-5. But I think they they were the results of the schedule. And I think you say the same thing about the Bengals, but their defense is just bad. And Dalton can be the 12th best quarterback in football, but he's not scoring 35 points and 500 total yards a game.
1: Oh, my God. Are you making excuses right now? That whole entire n- bunch of nonsense that you just threw out. Because here's my thing with you. The <laughs> Bengals are <laughs> – All right. Here's my thing with you. Because – you, you're saying if the Bengals win this game, they're going to be the playoff team, right? I think so. Okay, great. You know what their remaining schedule is? They play the Browns twice and the Raiders. Okay. Broncos, Chargers, Raiders, Browns, Steelers.
0: They play the Browns again, right? Yeah.
1: Okay. No, they play the Browns well, twice. They, yeah, the they, they, play, they, they play them twice. Yeah, yeah. They have Hugh Jackson on their team now, Matt. So He knows how to beat the Browns. So, wait. If Cincinnati were to lose to the Browns next week... Is Hugh Jackson fired again?
0: I don't know. I don't think so.
1: Here's my other question. <laughs> if Cincinnati doesn't make the playoffs and they lose to the Browns the last week, are both of them fired to complete Marvin the Marvin Lewis duo? isn't
0: going anywhere.
1: Oh, okay. He's going to be
0: there forever. If
1: Cincinnati were to not make the playoffs, is he okay? Is he not going anywhere?
0: How long? I wonder how big of a contract he signed.
1: It doesn't matter. I You're w- trying I to would... tell me that if they miss the playoffs, that he is going to keep his job? They, that's not That would last be year. so crazy. Was, uh, uh, injuries happened last year. This and their year, offensive
0: line was really bad last year. Yeah,
1: you cannot give them that this year. Yeah, sure, A.J. Green is out with that toe. But I'm not giving Marvin Lewis the benefit of the doubt. And again, with with that remaining schedule, dude, I see two wins. I see two more wins. They're going to finish 7-9. and nine.
0: No, they're not.
1: Yeah. They, oh, you want to make a bet on this? Dinner bet? Is that what we're about I, to do I, right bet, now? I bet
0: they finish around 7-9. Right,
1: oh, wait, what's the dinner, though? Were you in, Where are you know. taking me?
0: We'll go, we'll go Magic Time Machine. That's gross. <laughs> Hold
1: on. I'm going to be served by Laura Croft, Tomb Raider. Whatever booth she has, I want to go in there and I want her to serve. Okay. All right. <laughs> <That's laughs>
0: Deal. Um, and also, <laughs> with the, I don't really have anything to say anymore, but the Ravens, you know who's leading the league in pass attempts this year? Joe Flacco. With 379 pass attempts. He's leading the league in pass attempts.
1: By the way, you don't have any more to say. I got plenty to say when it comes to the Baltimore Ravens. Because I'm disappointed. I was big on them. I was high on them. coming Morgan, They lost
0: three games in a row playing really good teams.
1: Oh, uh, wait. The, the Pittsburgh Steelers game, this is why I'm bad against them. That's what showed me what team they are. Flacco is the worst thing. He's
0: selfish.
1: He, that's what I was going to say. You're exactly right. Dude, the play where they run a bootleg where Lamar Jackson is coming inside and he fakes the handoff (laughs) and then he comes into the end zone. They're on the 10-yard line and he comes in and he's waving his hand for him to throw it into the end zone in the corner. Flacco completely doesn't look his way on purpose and just throws it over the end zone. Yeah, throws it to John Brown in double coverage. Yes, and he did it on purpose in order to not give Lamar Jackson the credit. The only hope I have for the Baltimore Ravens, after me being big on them this year, Lamar Jackson comes in and he becomes the real And he deal. may start this week. And he better. Otherwise, well, I, don't I mean, think, yeah, I think sick? He how sick is he? What are we talking? He probably has a cold. Everybody's
0: getting a cold right now. Stomach no flu. Yeah, I, I do hope Lamar Jackson plays this week. I'm excited for Flacco to get cut this summer. And I'm excited to watch him play for like Tampa. You know, He's easy to start somewhere again next year for sure. Uh, that's just the way NFL nepotism works at quarterback, and yeah, like I don't, like, I'm excited for this game because I watch these two teams. I think we can see Lamar Jackson. Even if we see RG three. It's gonna be fun. I don't want to see that. And again, I think this game has big playoff implications. Also, my last question before for you before our picks for the sixth wild card spot in the AFC, would you rather see Cincinnati, Baltimore, or Tennessee?
1: Tennessee.
0: I want to see last week's version of Tennessee. Not the Tennessee from like weeks two through seven. Yeah, well we can't make that. The
1: problem is if we're going off the past weeks, Baltimore's look like trash.
0: The thing is, they play a tough schedule. I don't think I
1: don't think Baltimore's as bad as they've been because it's a hard schedule. Dude, I can't believe you're big on Cincinnati. I truly can't believe. I like Andy Dalton. Man, that's Andy Dalton has been garbage. He's been worse worst. He's been garbage.
0: Yeah, he's been well. He's been mediocre this year. Case
1: Keenum, Andy Dalton you just like the goofy the guy. The problem
0: with Dalton this year is he's thrown too many interceptions. Oh, the, yeah. The funniest thing about that Saints game, though, was when they were down tw- down 28-7. to Dalton tries to make a shot to the end zone, like you know 15 seconds left. Uh, Williams picks it off, runs it all the way down to the 15. <laughs> they have, The Saints have nine seconds left. They throw a touchdown the next play, and it's 35-7 before halftime. And that was just the funniest thing ever.
1: Ridiculous. The Saints are really good. <laughs>
0: All right, so who do you have for this game?
1: Ravens. I actually do have them. 24, Bengals 21. I just don't believe in the Bengals, man.
0: Does it change at all who the quarterback is?
1: No, it doesn't. I just don't believe in the Bengals at all.
0: I'm the same way. I'm picking the Ravens, too.
1: Does it make any sense? What you do you just mean? just went on a damn spiel. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, my. God. I was talking about how I'm done. I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm
0: done. I can like something. I think it's oh that good. Oh, my God. You're full of it. I think the Ravens have a top ten defense, <laughs> and I think they're better than they've been the last three weeks because they play a tough they play a
1: tough schedule. I I don't want to talk to you. Three games lose three game losing streaks right.
0: happen sometimes. You make
1: me hate myself. That's right? fine. I mean, that's what you do.
0: All right, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> but I can hate. You know, I can like something even if it's bad. I wish the Bengals were better this year. I thought they were going to make the playoffs to start the year. So anyway, so to recap, yeah, whatever. I have the Chiefs. You have the Chiefs. I have the. Cowboys, you have the Cowboys. I have the Vikings. You have the Bears, and then we both have
1: the Ravens for this week. Yeah, after you just believed in the Bengals, that's what—that's <laughs> what you just did. I like them, but then the, the, the Ravens are, are going to That's win. what you just did right there. Yeah,
0: it's a twist ending. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the sixth sense. Whatever's
1: yeah. coming. Yeah,
0: I saw it coming the whole way. It was like when that necklace goes down the drain at the beginning of Saul. You know, that's what that was.
1: I don't. I don't know what that was. I
0: I picked the Ravens the very first minute of this podcast to pick them here, and then said did. everything else built to that moment.
1: Okay, that's, that's what, what I did. did. I don't believe a damn word you're saying. These do you? Days. Do you
0: have any last thoughts at all? Um.
1: No, I don't have anything. I mean, no. I all not right. <laughs> okay.
0: I don't have anything either. i I've, I've said all I can say. Uh, but so next week's show, what we'll do is we'll do it Wednesday night. I think we're only going to talk about the Thanksgiving games, and then maybe Houston <laughs> against the Tennessee Titans. Maybe because
1: you know you're just such a great fan.
0: I am excited for them. if the Titans beat the Colts this Sunday. I am so so crusty for this Texans Titans game of Monday night football. So
1: gross.
0: But if they the Titans lose, I won't be as excited. So next week we'll do the podcast on Wednesday night. It'll go up Wednesday night for you to listen to Wednesday and on
1: Thanksgiving. Who doesn't want to listen to us on Thanksgiving? That's what I wanna know. Our it's, ten thousand followers.
0: It's better than listen to your uncle talk about politics and uh, what else? What else can you talk about?
1: I don't know what else you can talk about on Thanksgiving. Oh wait. Politics, how much the world sucks, how much the environment sucks. Yeah. Also how much When you're gonna get married. Oh marriage, kids <laughs> Yeah, you might as well chalk it up. What do you do? Why aren't you doing more? Why are you worthless? Why are you playing video games? Why do you like that? Stop looking at your phone. Oh, oh yeah. These are yeah. all good ones.
0: <laughs> Rather than that, you can listen to this. Yeah. Go for a walk. Actually, go for a walk in the morning. Walk the dog. Listen to the show for an hour and a half, whatever it is, and enjoy the rest of your weekend. But, yeah, we'll do the show next Wednesday or Thursday. We'll do the review show at BFT on Tuesday, talking about Texans Redskins. We'll talk about Texans Titans a little bit, too. But uh, until next week, enjoy your weekend. My Mount Matt Weston. Thank you for listening to Red Radio. And thank you for being on tonight, Taylor.
1: I thought it was pretty good. Hey, I'm Anil Dash, and I'm the host of a new show called Function from the Vox Media Podcast Network and Glitch. This season, we're talking with experts about why our voting machines are so bad and how that might hurt our elections. We'll also talk with an animator to find out how popular dances from the real world end up in video games. And we're going to tackle the biggest question in tech. Why do so many celebrities use screenshots from that Apple Notes app to make their public apologies when they screw up? You can find new episodes of Function every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And thanks to Microsoft Azure for sponsoring Function.